0: Hello, and welcome to Diary of a Serial Hostess. Today's article is called The Circle of Life, and it's the tribulations of my garden. So finally, the work at home is done. I have my house back, Oh, to the luxury of quiet mornings. But now the work begins outside. The garden needs help to get it settled for the winter season and lush and healthy for the spring and summer months. I have already accepted to have my house on the historic Charleston Foundation tour in March, and it is never too early to get it together. My garden is C-shaped, surrounding my house with very distinctive areas in the front, middle, and back. Rooms, in essence, with their characteristic and uses. The main project has been to enclose and fence in the front garden to create more planting space. It would also allow me to have some privacy and a bit more security, And the rest of the garden needs just serious tidying up and some design elements. My green thumb is practically the size of my little finger, meaning not a lot. I'm always so impressed when something I have planted grows. But in reality, I plant, the plants die, I plant again and then they die again. And this is the circle of life here. And so I am not gonna give you any gardening advice. Here, it is all about trial and error. Well, mostly error. I do plant bulbs and cutting flowers, and they do seem to grow. I love walking out on my garden and picking flowers for the tables, but I have to admit that the majority of them that you see in my photos come from Trader Joe's. For a recent cocktail party, as we were going to be in all the rooms in the garden, I decided a lots of greenery and white flowers throughout the house. I prefer either the same flower in many colors or one color in many different types of flowers, for example, bouquets of garden roses in pale pinks and corals, or a mixture of all-white flowers like lilies, daisies, hydrangeas, or all-red like carnations, tulips, roses. Large leaves adorn the mantles, creating height and a bit of drama, and smaller bouquets of flowers are on the side tables. One or two per room is fine. You don't want your house to look like a florist shop. Also, be careful with lilies and do trim their pistols. They stain anything they touch. And be aware of the aroma of the flowers. You don't want them to interfere with the scent of the food, nor do you want to overwhelm your house with the aforementioned florist scent. Let the florist-scented candles do their job. Place <clears throat> place large bouquets in the entranceway and sideboards, smaller ones on coffee and side tables, and appropriate ones for the mantles. There needs to be room on the tables to lay down drinks and plates. Seriously, Be careful with large branches that people can topple over. I have seen horrible disasters. What I have realized is that in city gardens, whether a terrace or an acre, less is more. Beautifully curated, generally neat and tidy, with enough space for each plant to do its thing, and a design that is pleasant to the eye from any window. Indigenous plants will do well in each climate, mixed with annuals to give color and a little style. The same pot repeated throughout the garden has more oomph than many different styles or color of pots, and the same goes with the car- garden furniture. Take a look at one of my favorites, Penoyer and Newman, and soon over the classic and elegant pots. I love the idea of different garden areas designed as rooms or with a specific theme that one can walk through. My dining room garden is very architectural and simple just fig vines cover the walls. I want the focus to be on the table and the food, not on the trees. The rose garden is romantic and a bit wild, with trellises and arbors for climbing roses, as I'm trying to cover a cement wall. Then there's the oval garden, with newly planted tree olives, jasmine vine, gardenias and camellias in pastel shades. And I do have an outside area in the kitchen with lots of pots for herbs. Oh, and the Mediterranean garden, with olive and lemon trees and mounds of privet that look like rolling hills. It sounds massive, but it really isn't. I hear that one is supposed to talk to plants. I play music to them and feed them and water them and generally look after them. But I must be saying the wrong things. Their unhappiness is instant. One day I have flourishing white geraniums. The next day they're dead. And that is the mystery of the circle of life. With this... I live you sincerely, the serial hostess.